Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Make sure you like, subscribe, download all that good stuff. And while you're at it, make sure you listen each weekday, 3 to 7, to the Charlie James Show on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. We have been hearing and have heard for quite a long time now about a two-state solution in Israel between the Israelis and the Palestinians. But is that going to work? Now, we all know that Obama was all for a two-state solution because we all know that he is a rabid anti-Semite. And that's just not me saying that. Alan Dershowitz, a lot of people um, um, uh, that are really clued into these things actually have said that as well. He was an anti-Semite, still is. And an anti-Semite ultimately is somebody that believes that the that Israel has no right to exist. And that's what we're seeing right now all over this country. No, 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 no. All over the world. We're hearing about this. If there's been one hotbed of violence on this planet, it has not really been in Western nations. It's been in the Middle East because that is the culture that is bred in the Middle East. And in the Middle East, in this one tiny little area, Surrounded by all of these Muslim countries, there's Israel, who just literally just want to be left alone. And we all know about the Balfour Proclamation. We all know what what uh, uh, Hadron did in, in the year 150. We all know what happened in the United Nations in 1948 that allowed Israel to become an independent state. We've gone over all of the history of that. And we all know of the wars that have been fought because of it. And the United States has really been in um, in the middle of all of this because while being pro-Israel, now in modern times, a lot of these leftists out there keep calling for, hey, we want this two-party state. We want a two-state solution in Israel because they don't want to seem anti-Semitic. And they don't want to seem like they are um, Islamophobic, which is another term that has come up over the past couple of years. But would it actually be possible for Israel to be their own country and so-called Palestine to be their own country? Well, the answer to that is absolutely not. Because this really, it literally has nothing to do with that little tiny piece of land in the Middle East. It's got to do with ideology. Now, these people do not just want the land. They want your mind. They want your loyalty. They want you to be a part of their religion. Listen to this guy in New York. We're done hiding. We're done. We're done being tortured and hurt and judged. This is the correct religion. This is the religion that all of humanity needs to be a part of Islam. And we will not stop until it enters every home. So I want you to repeat after me. I want to hear it in every single district. It should tremble. Brooklyn should hear it. The Bronx should hear it. Queens should hear it. Say it as if the Ummah depends on this, my brothers and sisters. Worthy of worship.
worship except Allah, the God of Jesus, the God of Moses, the God of Abraham, and the God of the last and final Prophet Muhammad That is exactly what this is all about. You have to be a subscriber to Islam in order for you to have peace. Because if not, you are an infidel. In fact, in the Hamas charter, it says that you are to find the infidels and kill them. And that means not only Jews, but Christians as well. That's right. This is never going to end. And it's pretty hard to fight a battle when people don't mind being martyrs. Listen to this protest. to the martyrs. Since, I believe, 1975, there have been over 47,000 Islamic terrorist attacks throughout the world. Over 300,000 people have lost their lives in these attacks. Now, if you do the math, that is the equivalent of about three a day that has happened around the planet. Does that sound like a group of people that actually want to live in peace and harmony? Do you really think that Palestine and Israel can have some sort of a working symbiotic relationship with a border? And and no, 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 it's not going to happen. None of that is going to happen. These folks, the Islamists out there, are only going to be happy with one thing. That is for everyone to worship Allah and the prophet Muhammad. That's it. Nothing else. There is no other solution. There is no other state. In fact, they don't even like Western culture. You take a look at Iran. Go go online right now. Look at pictures of Iran in the 70s and look at it now. It is literally like two different countries, almost like two different planets, really. Iran used to be a modern, uh, a very modern, uh, progressive culture in a good way, progressive, not the bad way, progressive. But now they're a regressive culture. Show me one great thing that has come out of Iran other than than terrorism. You can't. There's there's literally nothing there. 
There's nothing there. The, the contribution to society and humanity, humanity has been minuscule in recent years. Nothing but terror and death and destruction. And they want you to think in some way that these people want to live in peace and harmony? No, 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 no. The chant is to give them freedom. But what they really want is yours. Over the past couple of days, weeks really now, going on, you've been hearing a lot uh, on college campuses. You've been hearing a lot of uh, protests, a lot of rallies, a lot of marches, violent marches in some cases. And the number one thing that we realized over the past few weeks is that anti-Semitism is alive and well. And... They, uh, a lot of these people in the mainstream media, they'll come up with these headlines that there's a rise in anti-Semitism at our college campuses. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think this is a rise in anti-Semitism at all. I think this is anti-Semitism that has always been there. It's just been boiling below the surface, ready to, to rise up. And what caused it to rise up? Well, Hamas crossed over into Israel and they murdered 1,400 people, including the elderly, including children, including infants, on the list of the people that died. You can go online and look at the list of people that, that died, and you can do a, uh, a search by age. There are six pages, six pages, before you get to the first death of someone the age of one. Everyone else on those six pages was one years old or younger. No civilized society does that. No civilized society slaughters the innocent the way that these people did on October the 7th of this year. October the 6th, there was peace. October the 7th, there was absolute hell. And somebody has to be held accountable for this. And then we're seeing all of these. I, I, I keep hearing all of these reports. Oh, a hospital is caught in the crossfire. Why, why is the hospital caught in the crossfire, by the way? Do you really think the, the Israelis are bombing hospitals for no reason whatsoever? No, no. They're doing this because weapons are hidden in the hospital. Rocket launchers are in the hospital. Rocket launchers are in the schools. Rocket launchers are under the schools in this vast system of tunnels that they have in Gaza. They are literally shooting and running and hiding away. They're using the hospital and the people there as human shields. Again, another thing that a civilized society does not do. So tell me exactly how you're supposed to live in peace and harmony with folks like that. Well, if you're the Biden administration, you give Iran six billion dollars. If you're if you if you're the Biden administration, you work up a deal where that uh, to where Iran can have a nuclear weapon in, well, any day now, really, because you know they've now that they've got that six billion dollars, they can certainly ramp up any nuclear program that they have. 
I said from the very beginning that this nuclear deal with Iran was going to be a disaster, and the first target was going to be Israel. And by golly, it looks like I'm going to be right. I hate it, but I'm going to be right. Even though, even though I had all of these callers uh, calling me up and saying, oh, this is the only way, Charlie. Said, no, why? Why? Why do you give maniacs a nuclear weapon? Which is exactly what the Biden administration did, and it's exactly what the uh, uh, what, what what I'm sorry, what the uh, Obama administration did, and it's what the the Biden administration is doing. The one person that stopped this was Trump, and Biden got us right back into the middle of it. And what happened? Look at what happened. These people have been emboldened. What have they been emboldened by? Well, first of all, they were emboldened by uh, Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. If you want to talk about a show of weakness, there was none greater on the history of the planet than the way Joe Biden pulled out of Afghanistan. And when that happened, everybody was watching. And we left all of those arms. We left all of that ammunition. We left everything over there for these terrorists. And now they're going to use it. And it won't be long before they use it against us. Because now we hear that we have got uh, people from that area coming through our southern border. In fact, a couple of people were detained a couple of weeks ago with explosive devices that were, quote unquote, custom built for terror at our southern border. How long do you think it's going to be before we have another terrorist attack on American soil? It's not going to be long. And that's going to be a very sad sad day. And I believe that's going to be a day that's going to absolutely 100% change the history of the world, just like September the 11th did. That's why this stuff has to be stopped there. I, I love the way all of these people say, well, we got to, you know, uh, we, we got to fight them there so we don't fight them here. Well, that's the problem. We're not going to fight them there. We're going to have to fight them here eventually. Because we're not effective over there because of what Joe Biden and a lot of these so-called military experts are doing. They're calling for peace. They're calling for a ceasefire from Israel in Gaza. Why? To give them more time to regroup, to re, uh, rearm themselves? Because you know there's a pipeline coming in from Iran. And then we hear today <clears throat> that the Chinese actually came over to Gaza to help build those tunnels under, uh, under the Gaza Strip. The Chinese were building the tunnel. Now, when all of this happened, well, guess what? The Chinese aren't allowed to leave now from what we're hearing. So, they're, listen, they're going to get involved. We have got more warships in the Mediterranean right now than we have since World War II. We've got Iran making threats. We've had 57 attacks on American uh, servicemen and service installations over in the Middle East since the 10th of this month. And folks, today is the 13th. In three days, we've had 50 attacks on America. And what is the Biden administration doing about it? Nothing. They're calling for a ceasefire. They're calling for a pause. There will be no pause. The rockets keep flying in from Gaza. There will be no peace as long as Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran continue their terroristic ways. So any talk, any talk whatsoever 
of a two-state solution is actually a two-state delusion. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast. <laughs>